Hello and welcome back to the Balanced Artist Podcast. Today, I want to touch on why it's important to keep moving forward when you're pursuing a creative endeavor. You always have your doubts. You always think, what the hell am I doing? Should I be going in this direction or whatever? Again, you can pivot, you can change directions, but do not stop moving. Jay Leno says you're basically in a line. You remember Jay Leno? He was the guy who hosted Tonight Show for several years. Your turn will come, like your opportunities will come, but if you step out of the line and try something else and decide to come back later on, you're further back in the line. You've lost your place and now the wait begins once again. So I think the creativity compounds. You've heard of the compound effect before. It's, it was like a whole book on the whole situation. You've probably heard it um, attached to, to money and like compounding interest to create wealth and things like that. But the compound effect is basically a principle that small actions when taken consistently over time can lead to significant results. So you could apply that to personal development, money, business, health, whatever. But when it comes to creative work, I'm going to break it down to you in five digestible chunks. Are you ready? Here we go. This is the Balanced Artist Podcast, where we help the purpose-driven creator's journey suck a little less and thrive a little more. Hosted by award-winning musician, TEDx speaker, and comedian, Rory Gardner. Who? We chat with experts who help level up your creative career by reframing your lifestyle as a balanced artist. Number one, consistency in practice. All right, so creative skills, whether in writing, painting, music, or any other field, often improve through consistent practice. Small incremental improvements made consistently over time can lead to a substantial growth in skill and creativity. So trying new techniques, exploring different styles, or learning from you know, successes and failures. You, sometimes you, you come up with the greatest revelations after you failed attempt at <laughs> the direction that you thought that you were going to succeed in in the first place. But all these things contribute to the accumulation of creative knowledge and expertise. Number two, building a body of work. We talk about this in every third or fourth episode. We just, <laughs> we talk about the, it's like the development of a body of work over time each piece of work contributes to the overall growth and evolution of your style. So you go through cycles of creation and getting feedback and refinement and the quality of your work can improve gradually as you, you know, you win, you fail, you, you win some, you lose some. And, and that's basically the evolution of your work. And each iteration builds on the lessons learned from previous attempts and leading to a compounding effect on overall quality. I can use examples of albums that I've released. Okay, my first one isn't as good as my third and fourth because I've learned new things along the way and refined my craft as a songwriter. Let's move on to number three, networking and collaboration. Networking and collaboration are vital components of creative work because like over time, you build these relationships with other creative people, you share ideas and you collaborate on projects and the combined creativity of the group may produce better results than if you were to face it alone. It's no coincidence that the most popular song that I ever wrote and released, it was written with three people instead of one. Most of my songs are written by myself because I'm a loner and I just, I hate, 
uh, I don't know. I, I, I just I have a problem letting go of control. <laughs> That's for a different podcast. But in Nashville, uh, songwriting sessions often have multiple writers in the same room offering different perspectives because they're all viewing a story of the song from a different vantage point. And again, anytime I've ever collaborated with someone else, it's always ended up better than by myself. So I, I got to do it more often. You know, I'm going to write that down right now. Collaborate more often. All right, number four, cultivating creativity as a habit. It's, I mean, I, I, I create when I, when I, you know, something sparks, you know, you get an idea, it's like, all right, let's run with that for a while. But how do you get it to spark more often? Well, if you embrace creativity as a habit, you can get that funny feeling on a more consistent basis. So embracing creativity as a habit is the key element. So making creativity a regular part of your routine, or even if it's just for like a short period of the day, it can really lead to a steady, a steady accumulation of ideas and outputs over time. It's kind of sort of like dieting, right? You you can just you can do these fad diets. I've done a few fad diets in my day, and you lose a bunch of weight, but then you go back to your normal eating habits, right? I just think consistently, consistency. Yeah, that's the one. Consistency over time is going to get the results. And I often find scheduling creativity helps, uh, like, like block off an hour each day just to listen to your thoughts. You know what I mean? Just to have no other distractions, write them down. And then when you get blocked, go take a walk. You'd be surprised about how your subconscious mind can unlock like these, these crazy ideas. When you just, you take the foot off the pedal for a second, you let your brain coast for a minute. All of a sudden, everything that you struggled with working on 10 minutes prior are now coming to fruition. Right, so I think the key element here is just is just take time, and that's sort of when the creative, the creative juices flow the most when it's not being impeded by these distractions like children or, or, or team meetings or whatever the heck you got in your life. Let's go with number five. You got to have patience. Okay, so the combine effect takes time. It's about understanding the impact of small, consistent efforts may not really immediately be apparent, but sometimes it becomes increasingly significant over an extended period of time right so take warren buffett for example he is i don't know if he still is or at one point in time was the richest man alive okay he made 99 percent of his wealth after the age of 60 due to compounding okay that means he had a bunch of money in his thing and it compounded as opposed to having little money in his thing that compounded okay so if he had retired after his first billion you probably would have never heard of him but the more money that is able to compound, the more it creates. And that's why he's created 99% of his wealth after the age of 60. Creative ideas work the same way. Like one idea takes you to the next and builds on that. The next thing you know, you've struck creative gold. Because remember, the compound effect in creative work emphasizes the power of consistent small efforts, experimentation, collaboration, uh, you know, refining over a long period of time. Okay, so the biggest comedians in the world, take take a look at them today. It's like they've they're all in their 40s and 50s right? Most of them. But what you don't realize is they started in their 20s. They wouldn't have had that success had they had all those failures and strikeouts to lead them into a different direction that would ultimately bring them to the promised land of creative genius. And I know it's not the answer everybody wants to hear. It's like, oh my God, I don't have 20 years to invest in this. Then maybe it's not your thing. <laughs> maybe whatever you're pursuing is not necessarily what you should be pursuing. So find something you actually enjoy doing because over time it gets better. You're going to start loving it. You're still going to start 
it doesn't feel like work. That's the best thing. What's that stupid saying everyone says? Like, you know, find something you love and you never have to work a day in your life. That's just what these creative projects are about. It's like you should actually enjoy doing it and doing it for a long time. Eventually, you're going to become the best. That's all we've got for this episode of the podcast. We have new shows every week. So remember to hit subscribe and share this episode with anyone you think could benefit from becoming a balanced artist.